Welcome back to the greatest podcast on planet Earth. Nay, the solar system. Nay, the universe. Nay, something else, I believe. Nay, the multiverse. Oh, okay. That is actually pretty good. <laughs> the multiverse. Well, Kirby will love actually, that one. Yeah, he will. And that just kind of blew my mind a little bit because I was thinking very linearly, and this is obviously going out in all sorts of directions. So this this might be a very good, uh, you know, um, what do you call it? Wetting of the appetite of we've used before of what's to come today. That's disgusting, Liam. Or was was that you? Uh, all right, let's get into the introductions because clearly something's a little bit different today. Liam, it's good to have you. I'm going to skip over you because we already know you're the greatest and I don't need to hear your voice just yet. But on today's podcast, we have a very special guest, Luke. Luke, how are hey, you? Hey, I'm well, gents. How are you? Very good, thank you. Very good. Liam, do you actually want to answer a question now? Oh, I'm hungover. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm we'll have still a, hungy. We'll have a chat about your energy levels and your frequency uh, a little bit later then. But... Um, no, Luke. Okay, so we have now everybody out there who's listened to this podcast and thought to themselves, you know what, these boys have asked for a guest a few times, and I should probably put my hand up. Well, guess what? You are too slow. You were not the first in best dressed. Luke, Luke, you are a go-getter. You're going places in this industry for the very simple fact that you have joined the greatest podcast of all time, nice and early. Oh, so, is there anything well, better? It is going Thank to you. <laughs> Is it getting better? Oh, every second. Every Oh, there we go. There we go. That's perfect feedback. So now that our egos are massively inflated, um, I, we'll, we'll, what we might do is we'll, uh, Luke, we'll, we'll press pause on all the full introduction for a second. We'll do the normal format and then we'll circle back around and learn a little bit more about you, my friend. But uh, who would like to start off with their first? Oh, mine just ends in depression, so... All right, let's get yours out of the way real quick. <laughs> First, you have two minutes. Now, that was an all right week. I um, what happened, Mark? Oh yeah, well, I'm waiting on a big listing. Actually, we uh, I thought we'd get it Friday, um, but no, that's real estate. So I'm just waiting. Um, and she sent me a message yesterday with a very specific question, and because. I ended up going out to have a couple of drinks. I remembered four minutes ago that I never responded. So, kicking myself for that. Probably should have got onto that as quick as possible. But you live and you learn, Byron. You uh, do. And Luke, actually. But oh, what else? Oh, I had two days off this week. I couldn't be bothered anymore. I got pretty over it for a little bit. So, um, and now I'm sitting here hungover and I'm just depressed. So, <laughs> energy's low, Byron. <laughs> okay, productivity. I'll come good tomorrow, but today, no, I'm all right now. I was pretty shocking this morning. All right. But, uh, no, Score I'm, out of 10. I'm all right now. Score productivity oh, would have been on the lower end. I took two days off. But, um, well, that, I mean, yeah, that doesn't affect um, your productivity at work. Oh, my head was on the time off all week. I was just all looking right. forward to it all week. <laughs> Probably okay. a six. Energy at this point in time would be two. Um, on Saturday it was about an eight, so okay. we'll average that at six. Six, it is okay. All right, I hope you can top up uh, on Lee. At least he was honest. <laughs> Look, you know what they say: honesty is the best policy, and I'm all about a sturdy policy. Uh-huh. Exactly, exactly. We're all honest. Well, look, I, I can certainly tell you that my my recap would probably end on a similar note. So at least there's continuity there. Okay. Love it. How'd you go? What happened? What what? Are we- my so my my week started off the back of a fantastic uh, open for inspection Saturday. On the Monday, I'd managed to lock in an appraisal for my very first listing in a different uh, different state of ACT, which uh, I know one of you are very familiar with. Canberra. And I was very, very excited. I thought, yes, this is great. I've organized it. So I was all about it. I was doing the research, lads. I was looking it up. I was finding out everything about the area, getting pumped, getting excited, get it done, go in, getting it done. And by the end of uh, the middle of the week, 
we're ready to go. So I was firing on all 12 cylinders and very excited. Then uh, on the way home from that particular appraisal, my car decided that the check engine light was going to come on. So, of course, from there, it was just misery and woe. So I am, you know, when you get to that state where you've got so much going on that your brain just cannot comprehend what's going on. I was starting to forget things. I was calling people uh, on Saturday by the wrong name because I'd seen them at a previous house. I'm like, oh, hello, person the same. And they're like, oh, no, I'm so-and-so. And it was just, I was all over the shop. I was like a, a wet puddle on the floor. So I say my week started with energy and productivity up there with a 9, 10. Then by the end of Wednesday evening and into the rest of the week, I was probably down to about a 2. <laughs> okay. I'm glad it's not just us, Byron. That's really, really refreshing to hear. That's it's brutal. That's it, Wade. So is it because of the car? <laughs> is that what sort of leaks into Yeah, just, you know, you know, yeah, you know, you know how stuff just gets into your head and it starts to, like, take precedence and you, you're trying to trying to focus on your task and keep that activity level high, keep that positivity high. But it just kept nagging me that this, this vehicle that I only just purchased, you know, two months ago was now giving me grief when it shouldn't. And that was just like, it was just setting up the rest of the week to be just that negative tone. And I, I couldn't shift it, you know? Uh, yes. I Liam's having a good old laugh because this is, oh. this is all too common, which means <laughs> that it's not just us. Which is funny but sad at the same time. So, did you get the the listing? I, I did. Yeah, they're they're ready to go. One point seven million dollar property going. Mate, that anything other than a ten for product, I'll be disappointed in you. But energy, I can certainly see how you'd end up on the lower scale because of that for sure. Oh, you know, it is what it is. Yep. No. Well, I mean. Sounds like a pretty decent week overall. And uh, ultimately, that's what the weekend's for, right? You're one day off a week. You get to reset and hopefully put all that negativity behind you. But we know that's not how it works exactly. Um, uh, you know, a good podcast, lads. A good podcast can, can bring your spirits up. Oh, exactly I like that right. Yeah. You, you're welcome on here anytime, Luke. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, lads. Uh, so, quick recap on my week. Um, one appraisal for the week. So, I'm going to give my productivity a one. Can you hear that kid screaming? No. Oh, no. Okay. Liam I'm in the room. I was going to say you should uh, let the kid out. Go home. <laughs> this kid is screaming. Anyway, okay. Well, that's probably how I felt about my week, to be honest. Um, spoke to a lot of people, knocked on a lot of doors. It got really bloody hot on a couple of days, and I remember sending Liam a little video going, "I'm going to die walking up this road." But I didn't, and uh, lo and behold, I made it to Saturday. Uh, productivity, as I said, absolute garbage. So I'm giving it a one. Now, again, not for lack of trying, but I don't know, man. I I just have to work harder or smarter or both um, because one appraisal a week is not enough. And anybody out there that thinks that maybe they've got some ideas about how to turn that around in the current conditions, especially my area, I'd love to hear it. But I'm going to be working my ass off to change that. As for energy, that kind of kills me. Um, I've also had a little bit going on in terms of getting my own property ready for sale, um, moving around, getting some stuff done. And uh, while I like to think that I focus solely on work while I'm at work, it was pointed out to me that, you know, when you're you're in a certain state, um, sometimes you can't see the wood for the trees. And uh, perhaps I'm not as in tune with my... I guess not not appearance as such, but sexuality. What, uh, yes, I'm definitely <laughs> so in the breeze on that one. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, but you know, yeah, you just don't know what you're like until someone says, "Oh, mate, you look really flat." So, um, I got a little bit of that feedback, so I'm taking that on board, and uh, I'll see how that goes. So, I'm going to have to say that my energy levels are apparently a three out of ten. <laughs> And I'm going to have to turn that back into a 10. So here we go. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you feel like shit, you like wake up sick and you walk into work and somebody goes, oh, you look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, thanks, I'm a little better now. <laughs> yeah, that actually helped me a lot. But no, maybe it does because maybe uh, now that I'm aware of it, I can do something about it, which I have already started to do things about it. Anyway, 
Anyway, not a great recap this week, boys, but that's why we're here for an awesome podcast. So, starting at the top, lads. It's only down from here. That, wait, wait. No, no, no. We're starting at the bottom, only up from here. Two uh, weeks ago, we were doing a podcast going, we're so positive. Hey, uh, I will say, I will say from that podcast, though, I've made a real All been down here, like. No, no, but I've made a real conscious effort. I reckon that conversation, I would be more in the dumps than what I am. Yeah, no, you're right. No joke. Hashtag empty bottles. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm feeling <laughs> feeling them cups. Anybody want to fill for me? I will gladly take that on board right now. So come my way. I'm ready. <laughs> well, all right. Bro, we'll all right. Well, recap done. That's got to be a personal best. And you know why? Because I actually want to get of this episode and that is Luke you are the meat and potatoes of our episode I'm so stoked to have you on here young man so thanks I'm a solid meal let's digest sorry oh I'm a solid meal lads let's digest (laughs) that's right we're gonna break you down some juices so first breakdown who is Luke Luke would be a person who doesn't generally talk in the third person, but will truly <laughs> for this moment. You have to now. Luke is the kind of young go-getter who decided that, you know, photography, though it is fun and though it is creative and requires a lot of uh, attention to detail in real estate photography, I was, uh, I was entering into that kind of world and was meeting a lot of agents and working with a lot of different brands and got Got honestly, lads, got frustrated. Thought these absolute muppets have no idea what they're on about. And I was just thinking, I thought I could do a better job than that. And you know what? I thought I'm going to. And that's literally where it started. I like you. <laughs> I love that. I like you so much already. Okay, okay so real estate, real estate photography. Mm-hmm. You saw that the I guess the benchmark for the industry was not. Not as high as probably what we would like it to be. And you went, screw this, I'm going to do this myself. So how long ago did you start? When did you start photography and when did you start real estate? So I'd been uh, running my own business as a photographer and media producer for about a year, year and a half. Uh, I started about two and a half, three months ago. I was photographing a particular property and the licensee in charge of, of that particular business. He said, said, oh, you seem to really know your way around property and, and you kind of have an attention to detail of noticing things when you're uh, doing your photography that, that, you know, has been brought to my attention from just watching the way you act uh, and present yourself. Have you ever considered being a, an agent? Because oh, I'd be interested in having you come on board. Long story short, that guy tried to get me as an independent agent, can't actually do that legally, went and got my certificate of registration and found myself a, a different team. Okay. So he just planted mm. the seed and then you sort of grew from there. Yeah, he, he ignited the fire that, that you know, he, he, he got it stoked, got it lit and uh, it's been, been blazing ever since. I like it. Okay, so now, now what is the real answer about why you joined real estate? What is it about real estate that you went, you know what, I'm going to leave my business behind. I'm going to go into this. What is it? Yeah. No, that, that's, that's a really good question, you know, especially when you are doing something that you are running a business and, and it's taking a new leap into a whole new industry and not being your own boss. But but what I liked about it was I, I have a passion for people and I have a passion for, for taking something that is a, a big decision and a large, you know, something that, that you, you make a difference so when when you're you've got someone who's looking to sell their property, any anyone can can click a few buttons and, and put it up, but but you've got to be able to earn that trust and being able to to have that space where I can have people trust me with their most expensive, generally their most expensive asset. You know, not to talk about super yachts and private islands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being able to, to to guide people through that is something that I have a, a really good uh, grab. On, I can really grasp being able to do that, and and then being able to obviously help people get to a point where they, they want to make that decision to purchase something. It, it, it was it's instead of say selling a car where you've got the stock there already, and yep. it's just a matter of do you want it in blue or do you want it in grey. It, it's a matter of you know how can I help you identify whether this is your new home or your next investment property, and that risk and reward factor really drew me in. Hmm. You know what? I'm uh I'm hearing a lot of tones in myself. If 
because you would have listened to the first episode of this podcast, right? It's Every very single one of them, lads. Yeah, the very, very, very first one. Like when we were we're still young and dumb, no idea how to run a podcast. But it's like I resonate with what you say. Like that is the right reason to be coming on board into an industry where it oftentimes is thankless and a lot of hours go into achieving a result or um, trying to get things working in a way that makes sense for everybody. But um, I, I like what you have to say. Liam, do you have any questions so far? I just had one, and then when you flipped it over to me, oh, yes, Luke, what's <laughs> it? <laughs> when you flipped it over to me, I went, what the fuck? What was it? <laughs> what's, a, what's a day-to-day like for you, Luke? I tried it a bit because, you know, when you guys started, you were obviously both in, in prospecting alone. That was your job. You were employed under uh, an, a full agent to, mm. to be their person out on the streets, to be their, their present person, to, to look to obtain purely the opportunity to come in and appraise a property to turn it yep. into a listing. Now, I obviously have to have that aspect, but I also have to have the aspect of an actual full agent. So that means following up with uh, after OFIs, following up with potential buyers, potential sellers, uh, as well as managing the, the you know, few listings that I've managed to get myself in that time. So I, I have to structure my day. I'll start it with prospecting. So I'll go out a little bit earlier and start knocking on some doors or uh, slipping something into a letterbox uh, and just ringing up people who I think I might need to follow up with a, either a question or, or just seeing where they're up to or just building a relationship with them. So that's how I'll start my day. I then will enter into the office, meet with my team and do a few bits and pieces, like, you know, your basic checking emails, uh, responding back to any inquiries you might have had, uh, asking the team if there's anything that's coming on that I might need to be aware of that I can mention to potential buyers or people in my pipeline. From there in the afternoon, I'll generally do some productive work, like if I need to change something to an under-offer or if I need to work on uh, a potential negotiation. Um, and then the end of the day will, will be for me uh, if I need to either do some finishing prospecting or just some follow-up. So my my strategy is a little bit different to you guys. I know you do a lot of cold calling as well as your actual prospecting, but because you know, I'm new, I don't have a large pipeline to call on behalf of an agent because I'm not technically under an agent. Most of what I do is me out there doing the walking, doing the talking without having to sit and just call a bunch of people from a random list of numbers because I'm in the process of building that now. Yeah, and that so that part, like, I mean, technically you've got it even harder than we do because while we have a sole focus of just going out, and I say just, but we go out and we really do have to hunt for um, new business to try and grow and build our businesses even faster. But you're also managing vendors, you're managing buyers at the same time, which admittedly uh, Liam and I still do have a hand in, but certainly not to the same degree you would. Um, and that so it's that prospecting part that I know – um, that a lot of agents really do struggle with and struggle to manage uh, in terms of adding it into or making it a priority in their day. Because ultimately, unless you've got a really strong referral base or you've got a crap ton of people out there who know you're in real estate now and want to sell through you because they've had prior dealings with you, if you don't prospect, that little pipeline of listings that you have can quickly dry up and then you're like, oh, crap. And if you're your own solo agent, that would be a daunting agent. So... I was going to say, though, before we like dive on into that, um, tell us a little bit about your area because uh, I don't actually, we haven't announced yet. I've obviously looked you up, but tell us about your area, what it's like, how long you've been there, um, what kind of introduction have you got from coming from photography into real estate and how's that helped pick up this? Good at this bar? Oh, I tried it. No, so so the area that I, I work in is a little north of. Canberra. Uh, it's an area called Goulburn. It's very much an agricultural country kind of a town. So walking into an area where nobody knows who you are, because I'm Canberran based, uh, walking into an area who no one knows who you are and you don't live there, uh, it, it's a very tough kind of dynamic to go from nothing to try to be something and, you know, make the business successful not only for yourself but also for your team uh, but I learned very early on with my team that they are very very well known in, in the area so whenever I'm approaching people they say well why should I talk to you or why should I list with you I always respond back to you're not just listing or you're not just you know hearing this from me I have the backing of and support of my team mm. you may have heard of them 
So that is kind of my particular area. So it's a very slower moving area uh, and the housing is a lot of an older style. So we've got anything from, say, 1910 built homes up to, say, the, the 1990. That's kind of the most uh, average of properties. There are some new developments coming up in that particular area, but I'm at the moment trying to keep my patch within the, the areas where, where people are needing to sell quite often uh, and approaching those people and then even approaching people that have been spoken to prior by the licensing in charge and saying, hey, call in on behalf of this gentleman mm-hmm. and uh, let's see if we can help you out. So it's, it's, a, lot of, it's a lot of offering to help uh, and, and using that backing in, in the area uh, of the people that are already known. Yeah, that's, it's really important to leverage that connection already because one of the things that uh, Liam and I talked about probably earlier on is that we went into areas where neither whatsoever and we didn't really have anything to leverage off so when we were first starting our journey we were fresh faced and brand new and you had to really work hard just to even be able to get that trust with people but i mean if you it seems like you've clicked onto it pretty early that without some sort of connection people can easily and very quickly dismiss you and you have to work like you still have to work hard harder again if they have no sort of point of reference for you so um, all right, well, so we know what area you're in. We know that you've been with your team and it sounds like you've got a really good team because you've referenced them a few times. Um, and then you've just sat out. You've already picked up a few listings. Like as soon as you said that, I was like, oh man, this guy. So you, how many have you had on the board already? So I've, I've managed managed to grab in the, in the two and a half, three months that I've been with the team, within my first two weeks, I was given the opportunity. So generally my, my team works on a, on a, you know, someone calls in random, they don't know anyone in the group. It's just, hey, I'm just wondering if I could get an appraisal, please. Uh, it'll go to the, the director. The director will go, all right, either I'm going to take it or I'm going to hand it out to whoever's next in line. So it's a bit of a fair referral base. So whoever's next or whoever was there at the time might receive the opportunity. Yeah. So I received that within the first two weeks. It was, look, here you go. See what you can do with this. Uh, so I managed uh, to get a, a very small, simple listing of a bit of block of land. Um, and so that was my very first listing. From there, I was able to take on board a listing that had died purely because of a few issues with the vendor wanting to do a few things to the property to prepare it. So it had been taken down. And when they came back, uh, the, the director said, look, Luke, why don't you try to take this one? It's a little bit tricky um, with the situation that it is. I'm quite busy now. So if you want to run with it and if you're able to get them to sign back up to a new agreement, then it's yours. So I managed to actually go sit down and get that listing with that person as well. From there, I managed to then get a listing that was handed to me. The, the director said, look, I'm pretty swamped at the moment. Uh, if you can give your attention to this one, look after it and run it with me. And that one's hopefully is under negotiation at the moment. Uh, and then from there, from an OFI, I managed to grab this, uh, this listing in, in the Canberra region. So currently about four listings in that three months. Dude, that's awesome. And it mm. sounds like like especially two weeks in and you're being told here run from a stone cold appraisal all the way through to selling like you i have a lot of respect for you and what you're doing straight away because that's thank you this is not an easy one Uh, and it sounds like you're going to make it work like no matter what happens which visions of what your trajectory is going to look like which is pretty cool but um all right so a couple listings on the board you sound like a bit of a firecracker so um, I do want to bring it into the prospecting then. You mentioned morning. Yeah. Much cold stuff, which is good. But, um, talk me through like door knocks, phone calls. What's your favorite? What's your least favorite? Um, yeah. What, like how many would you do in a day, you reckon? Yeah. So look, I'll be honest. And this, this podcast is all about honesty. Mm-hmm. I hate knocking on a door standing there <laughs> and then you stand there and you're thinking oh well if someone's looking at me from across the street i mean it doesn't look like an absolute pillar what do i do oh well i'll pretend i'm looking at the property with keen interest oh yeah they've got a double garage you know oh, yeah, they, yeah and then they have the door and like oh crap what's that say again oh hi yeah um etc insert words here and uh, so that, that freaks me out. Um, so sometimes I might even stand at the, at the start of the driveway and go, right, you say, yeah, so what am I going to say? I'm such a classic overthinker. I just, uh, I, do, I do struggle with. So sometimes I'll go, look, if I can prepare a, a, 
something I can put in their letterbox that really details what I would like to say, but struggle to do so sometimes. Oh, I'm like, this particular street, I'm going to put letterbox drops for everything. But then I'll spend the time knocking and actually having that conversation, except for one property that had a massive spider. I was like, you know what? No. Oh, it was massive. It was massive. It was this horrid looking thing that was looking at me with eyes of murder. And I was like, nope, I'm not your meal today. So I I left that one. But look, in terms of how many I'll do, look, I I try to set myself generally not a number, but I try to set myself a a number of streets. I'm going to say, look, I want to do at least four streets uh, in in this particular area. And it it usually equates to being about about 30 or 40 properties that I'll actually go and knock on. And then in the afternoon, if I I go out, it'll generally be to the letterbox drop because I'm hoping that as I'm walking the street, putting them into the letterbox, that they're coming home, you know, with the kids or from from work. Mm. Oh, hi. Sometimes I love to start the conversation with if they spot me and I've got it out ready to go. I go, oh, hi, oh, sorry, didn't realize you had to come home. Do you mind if I drop this in your letterbox? And they always ask, what is it? And that opens up the conversation. Oh, well, look, this is who I am and this is what I do. And, and uh, look, you probably blah, blah, blah. You know, you guys know the, you guys yep. know the ropes. And if you don't, well, you need to start from episode one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I, was, the, I, was, sorry, I was just going <laughs> to say with the spider web, spider web in someone's yard i was going no one's door knocked here recently perfect and i cut the thing down and walked past but that's just me but leave you go well i was going to see if, if you had like a a prospecting routine like around listings or or day-to-day sort of prospecting or is it kind of yeah yeah i don't know I, um, yeah so <laughs> I, I try to keep it in the morning and the afternoon because that's when the majority of people are going to be home yeah. So they'll be they'll be home. They're working from home. They're there. They're up. They're ready to go. Or if they're getting the kids ready, that you know they're still going to be home, and you've got that chance to have that chat with them. Or it'll be, oh, I'm, I'm going to take the kids to work, but my husband, he's he's working from home today. I'll get him to come have a chat with you. And then yeah. same in the afternoon, they've come back and they've got that chance. But during the day, they're either in quickly to have lunch at home because they've come back from the office, or there's going to be no one there. So you're just you're knocking on an empty door. You're wasting your time. You're 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 scratching your knuckles for no reason. Uh, so I try to keep things during a time where I think most people are going to be home because in my particular patch, that is the case where people are generally not going to be home during the day because they are at their, their offices or in their agricultural work. 100%. So when it comes to, to prospecting, right, are you are you going in for the kill? Are you trying to get data, appraisals? Um, what, are, what are you aiming for? I'm one of those people. I, so I, I have a background in, in car sales, so I don't like to beat around the bush. I'll walk up to someone and say, look, this is the reason I'm here. I'm new. If you'd like some help with uh, with finding out what your property is worth for either insurance purposes or to potentially list it, I'm the guy. This is what I can do. And at the moment, so one of the big things I thought when prospecting is people are always going to ask, why should I go with you instead of X, Y, Z down the road? So I had to have an yep. answer to that. The one said, oh, because I'm new, so that means I've got fire in my belly. <laughs> uh, because sometimes that just doesn't work, especially in an area where it's older people and people that have been established for a long time. They like that established kind of you know, mm-hmm. respectful kind of attitude. So I was like, look, that, that's not going to work here. So I've had to come up with a, a strategy that is, look, I can do your photography and your media at no charge. Mm. That's an offer I can do that no other agent can. That you do with me specifically, that I run this business, that I know what I'm talking about. So if you want to be able to have your property designed, styled, and expressed the way you want it, you get to deal directly with me. So yep. that's what I'm going for. Because at the end of the day, anyone will open and go, oh, I'm the best because everybody else is the same thing. And oh. sometimes that does work. But, uh, but I find that if you just go in with something straight up that makes a point of difference, they're actually more likely to have that conversation with you. Yeah, you, so you do have a very big point. I think, like, that's the thing that um, we've got to be able to demonstrate to her. If we're ultimately, most people look at a real estate agent and go, oh, you're all the bloody same, you're all vultures, you want to just, you know, sell my house out from under me, take all my money and leave me high and dry. It's like, no, mate, I'm just a person who's trying to do my job and do the best job I can when you need me. But here's what makes me better than everybody else. So, yes, it's cool that you can do the media stuff yourself. I actually think that's awesome. Um, and I, my mind immediately went to, damn, I need to go study media and photography. So I can <laughs> that as well. But anyway, um, now, okay, so we have grilled you pretty hard for about 20 minutes. And you have, 
I can see again why you're going to be a fantastic agent because you didn't falter once. What questions <laughs> do you have for the Liam, the GOAT, the Kilpatrick, and me, myself, Byron, Kelly? Oh, look, you've put me on the spot. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm an avid listener to your podcast. I feel like like I've known you for years. You know, I feel like I've I've been sent the Christmas card already. You know, with, the, with the picture of the two of you and the dog and now the screaming child that you've taken hostage. I mean, <laughs> okay. who said that? I love it. I love it. No, I, I think, I think what, what I'd like to ask the two of you is, because obviously you both started prospecting, purely prospecting, and, and now one of you has moved out in the world, uh, do you ever uh, do you ever find that there's a, a, either a tension or a struggle in your in your real estate friendship because one of you has started to change and move up and, and the other is still doing the original role. Do, do you have a struggle with that at all or, or not? I can't stand Byron. Oh, uh, oh Byron, that was the awesome worst bit of lag you've had. <laughs> Your lag then was fucked. No, no that's, because it, that's because it knew I wanted to say that I can't stand you and um, that <laughs> no, no, to be honest, I think, um, no, there's no, like, I don't have any issues with that. In fact, where the, the reason why I think Liam and I have worked Damn. together so well, is it still working? Yeah, you're fine. Mm-hmm. All right, good. good. Yeah. Uh, the reason why it's worked so well is because we're so completely opposite in terms of, like, <laughs> Liam's like, oh, I need to do this now. I'm like, oh, I'm, ha- I'm, this is, I haven't even thought about that yet. I'm just going to keep doing my job. <laughs> yeah. It was like I said, remember when I wanted to be a standalone so bad? Yep. And it was all I could think about. And then you said the other day, I haven't even actually thought about it once. <laughs> I just but want to be the best at what I'm doing. I think the best part is, is that I'm always a little bit ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'll say, oh, this is fuck because I'm struggling with this. And then you're like, nah, you're all good, man. All good. And then three months later, you go, how the fuck do you get through this? <laughs> and it's good because I've already gone through it. So I can kind of, because you always say, now I know what you were talking about. Yeah. When stuff starts to dry up, like this little spell now where appraisals are a little bit harder to come by. I know you've been through this patch in terms of finding listings. Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, I know it will change. But um, no, I mean, I, I, to be honest, with everybody that I speak to, I just want everybody to do the best they can. And, that, and part of that is being able to build each other up a little. And I mean, Liam and I will often talk about different challenges that we have. Um, and because I have my background and the different strengths that I've got, there's often a, a different take on things that I can give him. So no, I, I haven't, I haven't had any resentment towards Liam just yet. Although I do have <laughs> on a personal level, uh, <laughs> but, but I can't speak for Liam. He, he might hate my guts. So. Um, I do actually, um, I hate your guts and want to be in your guts, but um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm sweet. I love it though. It's, um, I just love that we both go this through the same thing at different times and it's always one of us has an answer for it. It may not be the right answer, but one of us, <laughs> we think we know what we're doing. It's like this podcast. We're going to listen to this in a few years and go, what the fuck were we talking about? But <laughs> it's all relative. Well, and keep you humble. Exactly. exactly. The other part of it is as well as I think, and the reason we started this is because being, being prospectors or being a standalone agent, uh, a team that doesn't really communicate can be extremely isolating and you can just get in your own head. You can get stuck. You just don't know. You don't really see and get to talk to anybody else. Um, about some of the challenges of the like you can go to your principal you can go to other people in your team but I, I don't know having that ability to go outside oh, hey, and then just have a bit of a joke around about it or you know it's extremely better so yeah I'd never, I'd never be upset it's like when you, when you go home to your missus wow your connection is horrible today <laughs> that went to poo real quick <laughs> What have you done, Warren? What do you the universe hates you. <laughs> Every time. Care what you say. You've been replaced. Move on, bro. Exactly. You're, you're actually, I'm pretty sure I was the one who ended that. Thank you very much. So, well, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, anyway. 
Uh, next question. <laughs> no, I think this is something that is for anyone who who listens to the podcast, which I'm sure there's just the, the, the numbers are off the scale. <laughs> um, you wait till I'd like to share up by this. Your <laughs> socials are going through the roof after this. Expect thousands of followers. look out, look out. Look, the paparazzi will be knocking at the door. Um, I'll be following. I'm, I'm the new Gavin Rubenstein. Look out, bro. There's more than hold one on, short person on. in real estate. There's only one Gavin Rubenstein. And uh, then there's the three of us, which are elevated above that. So, Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah I mean, short fella. Nah, I, I'd like to share with you the, the story of how I actually came to find you, because I think that's something that you guys oh. probably don't really think about much. No, you know, I mean, yeah, great, I we've got that. listeners, but how? Why? Mm-hmm. For me... Obviously, being new in the industry, and one of those things is, yeah, if you've got no stock and you've got to get stock, very, very unlikely that uh, your team is going to go, oh, here, you can have this one, ha <laughs> because we're all out there to do the best we can and, you know, make the money and, uh, and do what we can to look to get as many people that we can look after and help as possible. Now, that means prospecting. And if you aren't able to prospect, well, you're in the wrong industry, sunshine. <laughs> you, you need to go sell some cars or work with Joshua and sell their phones. Um, so being in that position where I had to do this, I'm like, look, I, I don't want to, you know, dance around the sun and, and keep getting burned and, and waste time and do things that just aren't going to be productive. I want to find out what other people are doing, especially in Australia, because there's so much crap out there from like the United States or European countries that isn't relevant at all. Australia. Yes. Not in the slightest. And so when I typed in, in my Spotify, yes, Spotify lads, that's where I found you. I thought, I'm prospecting it. Not, not, you know, you know obviously there's, there's Mr. Panos and all those other, and you know, Gavin's podcast, and there's all that out there, but it, it wasn't. I wanted to know prospecting, that's the thing I want to know about. So I typed literally in real estate prospecting, and the very first podcast that came to the very top of my list was Prospecting the Prospectors. Yes! Uh, <laughs> I told you, that, Bo- remember, Brian, I said we need to put prospecting in the name. <laughs> Because I did the same thing when I started. I was, and I did the same thing, yeah. I was always looking for somebody on a, on a real estate podcast that was a couple of years in that was fresh. I was sick of Tom Panos that had been doing it for 30 years with the most yeah. irrelevant shit. I was like, I need somebody. And that's why I said <laughs> prospecting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, absolutely. All right. I've got to ask, has it Girlfriend, to be brutally honest here, because there, there definitely would be episodes that think that would be more valuable than us. What? what? Like, we <laughs> have really <laughs> felt. <laughs> Byron, that was almost, This is really more than anything else out there. <laughs> Sorry. He's up, Martin the Martian. Do you want to say that again? Good luck to Luke figuring out what you just what? asked, Byron. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay. So, <laughs> Which which segments <laughs> have you found the most valuable in terms of prospecting? Please tell me that works. I, I think, I think, yeah, yeah. No, I I absolutely heard you, and uh, I'll reply. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't think it's much of a, a segment. I think it's a structure that makes sense. I look. I'm going to be really honest with you guys here. Mm. I like that you do the recap. Sometimes it does get a little uh, off the tracks. It can go a little long because we want to get to those meat and or potatoes where sometimes we're still we're still going down that water to wet our whistle, as it were. So I do like that you've got that, but then you've got a topic that you're wanting to, to stick to. And sometimes it's not so much a, oh, here's our little gems of wisdom that we want to feed you with the aeroplane spoon. It's a, it's, a, it's a, this is what we're going to talk about in terms of what we've experienced throughout the week. And so I, I think that's really good. So in terms of like, what, you know, scripts and dialogues, you won't say scripts and dialogues. So this is what does work and this is what doesn't work. And if you follow this structure, then you're going to get the appraisal every time. Ha <laughs> ha. No, it's a, this is what I tried that didn't work. This is what happened the other day with this lady and it was great. Or I got this call back because etc. And this is what I said and this is how I did it. And it turned out really good. You know, um, especially in terms of, you know, as you were sharing, you know, podcast or two ago about that unfortunate um, death oh, in, in yep. your person's family. And, you know, this is, that's real stuff and it does happen. And, responding to that just to understand that story to hear that story because we're all going to come across it at some point where these things are going to suddenly hit us with a they've just had a massive fight or a divorce or a breakup and then you're you knock on their door all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and um 
they're in the screen you're down, knowing how to respond to that. I think that within your structure really does work. Uh, so overall, I like that you're very real, that you do do that summary because that really does help. But then you inject the topic through utilising what's happened for you in the real world as opposed to just coming up with a, a pre-scripted or pre-written down, oh, I wrote down five thoughts I'm going to share with you that, um, you know, this is something I put on a slideshow presentation. That was just a raw and honest conversation and I do like that because within that, people will draw different things that resonate with them, yep. which for me is, is I find the most changes. But, yeah, glad we've got to get to that meat and potatoes sooner. That would be my only um, advice. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> honestly... We're, we're very aware of it these days. And uh, Ray is aware of it too. Very carried away, sometimes. But um, no, like it actually, and I, this is just on a personal level, actually hearing that from you directly um, means means a lot like to me. And I imagine it probably does to as well because mm. I, generally first time we had a conversation and then we went away and then I think it was like two weeks later, we're like, there's nothing. There's nothing. Let's do a podcast. And then Liam goes, do you want to do it? I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. With the sole intention that there's got to be other people out there like us, like you, Luke, like who knows how many others who are just sitting there going, what what the bloody hell am I doing? What is going on? I need well, some sort of inspiration. It can and, be uh, so lonely because say oh, you're working with your principal or a lead agent that's been doing it for 10 years and they just have a big database of people that they know that they're talking to. If you're the only one in your office, you can't go home and talk to your missus about it because they're like, shut up. But <laughs> they don't understand in the fucking slightest what you're talking about. So that's why I thought it was good to do this podcast as well because at least you can flick on, listen to Byron just fucking – talking about meat and potatoes and <laughs> there's the title lad. there's our title that is the title the meat, the meat and potatoes, potatoes with luke <laughs> but i think the thing is at the end of the day what you're trying to achieve is reaching out to those people that are in the same situation because like you said you can't come home and talk to missus or your family or or your friends about it because real estate is not just a job it's not just something you're employed to do it's mm-hmm. something that you you live and breathe every day yeah. we're constantly thinking about real estate we're never really switching off we'll lay in bed and go oh i've got to call this person tomorrow and i'm gonna approach it this way or oh that house down the street i'm gonna have a look and just see if there's been any changes with with my appraisal to see if it's suddenly dropped or gone up so that when they're looking through it um, I can come back with if they you know, have any questions or what am I going to say? Or you just go, oh, my, my, my family friend's house. I wonder, I wonder what they paid for that. Just, you're constantly thinking about real estate. You're thinking about how, what, when, where, and why. And, and to try to explain that, have that conversation with other people who aren't in the industry, they just don't understand. That's no. correct. Amen. What was it, Carly, for about four months was like, yeah, okay, yeah, oh, yep, tell me about your work stuff. And then it got into it and she just goes, switch off real estate shit <laughs> every time i walked through the front door i had about five minutes to explain my day and that was it <laughs> yeah. that's yeah you're spot on like this this is uh it's a basically a lifestyle and if you really do want to succeed in it um you need to be whole hog like going all in because otherwise i mean you might you might be happy with doing 10 sales a year um, and you can skate along by in a, a decently sized office. But if you really, really want to get to the top, I think there's a lot that needs to be done, especially on the prospecting side, which, uh, which is why we're here. So, uh, lads, we are mm-hmm. about 40 minutes deep. Um, do we have anything that we want to talk about? Any final questions? Any of the last pearls of wisdom? Liam, I know you're always good at dropping stuff. Um <laughs> I was trying to think of one of them things I always get you with, but I couldn't. <laughs> like, no, oh, I was trying to do the same thing, and I, I couldn't do it. I was like, I've got to find something, but no, I was like, I'll leave it to the professionals. Uh, <laughs> Byron always makes them up. You know what's hilarious is that was exactly what I was thinking about for the first 25 minutes going, <laughs> oh, I wonder if I can find something to drop in here. But I was like, no, Byron, focus on the task at hand. Jokes come later. Just smile and nod. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Can't think of oh. anything. Damn it. What's one one question, Fluke? Is what's sort of your goal for for your first year? Mm. What do you want to achieve? Do you want to sell twenty houses, fifty? Do you want to build your debt? Like, what's your goals for the, and then for the first after year? After first year, after first year, what's long term look like? Mm. 
That's a, that's a good question. Oof, meat and or potatoes. And now we're adding some beans and broccoli. Right. <laughs> and gravy, baby, and, gravy. And, this is kind of thrown on top as well, but I, I feel like everyone that's in real estate imagines themselves on an Eric stage and wants to sell 150 houses a year. Is, is that sort of what you want to do? or For me, it, it wasn't so much wanting to hit a, a number of, of listings or, or sales. I think I have to be very realistic that this is an industry that now – all those agents that came on to get the quick buck are now starting to fall off because that's not where the, the market is now. It's not a matter of you could put a ballot box out the front saying insert offers here uh, and it would sell. You just take the best ones to the vendors. Now having to work hard. So I want to, my first year is is just understanding the industry, knowing it, getting in it and, and really knowing how to approach every aspect of it. Uh, I have a, a goal that I'd like to, just a financial goal. I, I want to reach a particular figure that can kind of help boost my life in terms of, you know, getting rid of some some debt and and, and getting started in, you know, moving forward. Uh, so it was, it was more for me a personal goal. So everything with it wasn't really a, a, an industry goal. I want to sell 25 houses or I want to at least have 100 people that I have on my pipeline. It, it was for me a personal thing of I want to build some good, solid, strong relationships, get myself out there and get known as the guy who is honest, upfront, communicative, and is trustworthy. And that's the kind of, I want people to start talking. Again, I want to go from prospecting to being prospected. That is the point. I don't want to just try to have as many listings as possible. I want to have people go, I want to use that guy because of what other people are saying about him or because of how he interacted with me. That's the goal that I've set. I know that's very unusual, because most people are like, oh, I want to make a million bucks or I want to get a, a gross commission income of blah or I want to have 25 on the board by Christmas. To me, it was more, I want people to get to the point where I don't have to work so hard to have people just be able to trust me to list their property. And then from there, the reward will come. Yeah. Amen. I love that. I love that. Damn. Well, that I, I could not have said it better myself, honestly, because uh, that – that's the sort of uh, thinking that we need more agents like you people who just care about the people on the other end of the transaction who actually want to do a good job for their vendors and not just make a quick buck. Cause there's plenty of them out there. And then ultimately <laughs> um, share, share something along the way in terms of like, whether it be through this podcast or somewhere else, but I, I, I'm, all right, I'm putting this out there. So you're what, almost three months in, we need to have yep. a follow-up podcast. I'm going to say maybe in another three months or six months, depending on what schedules and calendaring looks like, because you are a person I would love to watch your journey. Like, mm. you're not in my patch, so you're not a direct competitor, which is fantastic, <laughs> but I want to see your business take off. So that I think that would be great for the people to follow along as well. Sounds good. More than happy to get back on, guys. More than happy. Legendary. And we might have to hit you up about what we do about media and photography too, because uh, clearly we <laughs> yeah. suck. But anyway, people go, why are you better than the other guy? And I go, because we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sign the form. Just Do it. <laughs> oh, just, wrong bed. just sign but, the agreement. So, in light of gentlemen, I must say that I have thoroughly enjoyed this podcast and it has not felt like, I know sometimes it's Sunday we go, oh, geez, we're talking about real estate again for the seventh day this week. Um, but this has been, this is I, I have learned a lot is what I'm going to say. I, this has injected some energy into my um, week going forward and I'm ready to go out and kick some butt again. But um, Liam, do you have anything you want to say? Um, Don't finish though. It's too early for that. Finish what? Don't, don't, don't finish off No one likes that. Uh, <laughs> when, um, when you were saying, oh yeah, I'm, I'm refreshed for the week, my first thought was I might need a big sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah. and, <laughs> get rid of this hangover is... Um, the loyal listeners would know I'm not a big drinker, so tonight, today was just has been hell for me. But I'm going to come back better, bigger, stronger than ever tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, because Luke will be listening, <laughs> and if you're not, he's going to surpass you. <laughs> I might have Look to replace. Out. I'm coming for your ankles. That's right. <laughs> but Luke, anything you'd like to leave with the good folks? Uh, I, I think something that I'd like to share in terms of prospecting that a lot of people don't kind of think about too much because they think about the walking, the talking, the dropping. Guys, gals, unsureds, yep. when you're out there and you're if you're in the opportunity where you're able to do open homes, 
and someone walks up to you to look at a property, don't just say, hey, I'm so-and-so, welcome to the property, give me your details. Mm. Have a conversation, ask them, what brings you to this property today? Are you looking to downsize or are you looking to add to your, your portfolio of properties? Because from there, there is so much gold that people just can't be bothered digging at. Oh, it's the end of the week, all these people are coming through, oh, they're dressed a bit slept, they're probably not worth much money. Uh, I'm just going to take the details. Yep, give me your feedback when you leave, blah, blah, blah. Because sometimes we can, we can get like that by the end of the week, or it can get me no morning. But, but I'd like to just leave it with everyone. If, if you can take an opportunity, take it. And there's so much gold in those open for inspections where if you just ask the question of, of someone, oh, look, what are you looking for? Or, you know, with your property, are you looking to keep that? Or are you going to have to, to move your property on in order to, to get this this property or the property that you're looking for? Because there's going to be people that are going to go, you know what, I need to sell my property. Great. Let me take up a time that I can come and let you know what it's worth. And from there, you're going to build those relationships. You're going to be able to not just be looking after your vendors, but you're going to be building those relationships to bring in more business. Because this is what happened to me. I was able to get that appraisal for that listing in a completely different state, purely because I asked the question, what brings you here? Are you looking to downsize or upgrade, et cetera? And they said, oh, we're actually moving from Canberra to this area and we do need to sell our, our house. And we'd like to deal with an agent, uh, the person that we buy from, the person we'd like to list with, and we like the way that you've spoken to us today, yep. if you could do that. Because... If I didn't have done that, I would never have gotten the opportunity to do that appraisal, which is now going to be my next listing. So that's what I'd like to leave uh, with with all you people. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've just added the chocolate mud cake for dessert. <laughs> I have. Oh, you've had a three-course meal. This is, yeah, we sure have. We sure have. And you know what? <laughs> the reason they say Saturday's game day, it's not just for selling. you got to be on top of your game on the most important day of the week. So, no, Ooh. thank you for the chocolate mud cake. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being honest and raw with us as well. And uh, Thanks for having me, guys. It has been a pleasure. So, oh, now I kind of don't want it to end, but you know what they say? <laughs> All good things must come to an end. I love you and leave you guys. Liam, if you want to do the honours. Thank you, Luke. Thank you, Byron. I'm going to go sleep now. Um, <laughs> good afternoon. <laughs> good evening and good night. Love you.